Welcome to Righteous Convictions with Jason Flom, the podcast where I have the privilege of speaking with people who see the wrong in the world and are driven to make it right. Today, I speak with a veteran of gun violence prevention work who's been on a mission since her early days advocating for the landmark gun control legislation, the Brady Bill. For me, my goal to live in a safer environment where I can go to the movies, we can go to concerts, we can walk in our neighborhoods and not be afraid of being shot. It is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if you're afraid of being shot, you can't pursue those things. As the president of Brady United, she continues to fight the NRA for common sense measures supported even by the large majority of their own membership. Chris Brown, right now on Righteous Convictions. dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome back to Righteous Convictions. I am so glad that we're going to be doing what we're doing today because we're going to be covering a topic that has been on my mind for a long time. It's one of the most important topics in our society today. And fortunately, we have a guest, Chris Brown, who is a veteran of gun violence prevention work, and that's what we're here to talk about. She began her work on Capitol Hill, working for Representative Jim Morgan, advocating for the bill known as the Brady Bill, the very famous Brady Bill, and is now the president of Brady United. Chris, uh, I'm not going to read your whole resume here because it would take too long, but (laughs) let me just say that I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. I really appreciate the time you're taking to talk about this issue with me. First of all, for those who don't remember, a lot of our listeners are probably too young to remember, James Brady, Jim Brady, was the press secretary for Ronald Reagan. He was grievously wounded in the assassination attempt on President Reagan's life, and he went on to take his experience and start the Brady Center, which has been really the driving force, I would say, in trying to establish sane gun policies in this country and prevent this senseless gun violence for as long as I can remember now. But before we even talk about the origins, where we're at, and what we can do about it, I want to know how you got involved in it. For me, it's actually a little complicated. I will say I am not a victim of gun violence. I have not had family members shot. When I graduated from college, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I worked for a congressional candidate who was running for office. He won, and I worked for him for eight years 
on Capitol Hill. And during that time, one of the issues that I focused on as a young person was gun violence because we categorized it as healthcare. And that was one of the issues I focused on. So I was privileged to meet Jim and Sarah Brady during that time. They were lobbying for change around the issue of gun violence prevention. And I became educated in already what was violence in America that really eclipsed other countries. And then I got busy having a family being a lawyer, doing other things. It wasn't really until I lived overseas in Switzerland for many years. And the question I got asked, the first thing when they found out I was an American, what's up with gun violence in your country? Wow. Every person, it didn't matter where they were from. It didn't matter their origin story. And we have to understand as Americans, that's the impression other people have about our country. And I realized oh, I've been in this system so long, America, I don't see what it does to me. We pay a price for this, whether we are directly or indirectly impacted. I'm just thinking about you in Switzerland with all these people coming up with their Swiss accents, um, you know, <laughs> right. asking you, what is it? I can't do a Swiss accent, but if I could, I'd say it with a Swiss <laughs> accent. What is with all this gun violence? And, I, and, and I'm thinking about it, too. Like over there, I'm guessing you don't have to go through a metal detector to go to a concert, right? Or to go Never. Pro- probably anywhere except in an airport. Ever. Not even there. It's a totally different world and you never think about it. And that's the thing to me is you don't understand as a human being what it is not to think about a risk. You can only understand the impact of having to internalize a risk, something you're not even conscious of. It's somewhere in your cellular being until after you look back on it. And it was a big deal to me to realize I never thought about it. And I do all the time here. And there are others for whom it's a daily struggle. I mean, in my other podcast, Wrongful Conviction, I interview people, many of them grew up in circumstances where they would hear gunshots in the neighborhood when they were children. It was just part of daily life. At least I'm guessing for you, it's a real fear. It's a real fear for all of us because it could break out anywhere. And these mass shootings, we become numb to them. I mean, I remember sitting, sobbing, watching Sandy Hook that day was uh, just... A, Horrific. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm sure every no. every parent and everybody who has a heart and soul must have felt the same way, but that was probably the, the bottom for me. Uh, but there have been so many others, and every single one is, a, is just a freaking tragedy. But, okay, so the question I have for you, Chris, is how the freak did we get here, right? <laughs> it wasn't always like this, was it? I mean, there were muskets back in the day, and there were people walking yeah. around with those funny pants with the long socks and the strange hats, right? Yeah. And the fruffly, yeah. the fruffly shirts. Right? Yes, the Yankee Doodle Dandies. Right. Yes, there right. were those. So we've seen those. We've seen those uh, images. But okay, so how did we get to a point where we have uh, we have more guns than people in America? Is that right? We do have more guns than people. The way we got here was with a lobby one that parades as a nonprofit that isn't the nonprofit, the National Rifle Association, which with their leader, Wayne LaPierre, has really recast guns in America since 1972. Because before the 1970s, all of us were in agreement, including the NRA, about how we should recognize the Second Amendment, which is, let's face it, about an armed militia. And 
recognize public safety. And the position of the NRA with Wayne LaPierre at the helm really changed dramatically from how can we protect public safety to how can we sell as many guns to as many people as possible without regard to the consequences. And that's what we see today. If you look at the NRA magazine going back 30 years, which I have spent time doing, what you will see is something close to the Hunger Games. I mean, they're selling a dystopic universe. And we see this with their political ads too, where the only safe America is one in which all of us carry firearms in our homes, in public life, to our Starbucks, to the grocery store, because at any moment, our life could be taken. And to me, this is diametrically opposed to some other notion in public life, which we're all promised, which is the commitment to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And what we find today is, pardon the analogy, the crosshairs between that commitment and a notion of the Second Amendment, which is without limit, which allows anyone to carry a gun at any time. And it's successful lobbying. I'm not sure what to tell you about it other than that. It's to sell more guns to as many people as possible. It's an industry shift that we've seen that has corrupted our public life in a really sad and material way. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. I'm sure that your listeners would be really surprised to know that we had a 64% increase in gun sales during the pandemic compared to the prior year. A lot of people were buying guns. Oh, my house is going to get broken into. It's going to be this Mad Max, dystopian nightmare, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I was starting to get caught up in it. But I was like, okay, I called a friend of mine who's on the SWAT team, right? And I said to him, listen, I'm thinking about buying. He goes, do me a favor, will you? Don't buy a freaking gun. He goes, first of all, no one's breaking in your house. He goes, I've been doing this stuff for 20 years. People don't break into occupied houses. And if they do, the last thing you want to do is fire a shot. And we know that people that do have guns in the home are overwhelmingly likely, more than 99% of the time that they shoot someone, it's a loved one or themselves. He goes, believe me, (laughs) if someone breaks in my house, I'll just show them around, take what you want and get out of here. Right. So now we're at this place, right, where people are, you know, they they see these tragedies happening day in and day out. Many, many, many of our listeners will have experienced personal loss as a result of this. Not necessarily a mass shooting could be in a an up close incident, something in the home. Who the hell knows? Right. I've read so many stories about toddlers, a two year old sitting in the cart at Walmart and pulling her mother's gun out of her purse and then, you know, not knowing what it is, shooting it and killing her mother. Or maybe it was a boy. I don't remember. 
But these, the, that's not even uncommon, right? I read that that happens about three dozen times a year that a toddler shoots their brother. I'm talking toddlers, not 11-year-olds, right? Forget that problem. Right. This is something that's very unique to America. Ultimately, this is about family fire. This is about kids finding guns in their own home. They're loaded, unsecured. And if someone had them in a safe, unloaded, locked, with ammunition separate, it would never happen. So we've normalized the idea in this country of keeping a gun for too many people in their purse when they're babysitting or next to their bed or in a kitchen table. And the problem is the kids are the people who find those guns. And it doesn't matter how old they are. You see videos about this. A young toddler, their index finger, that may not be the finger that can pull the trigger, they'll figure out a way to make their thumb do it. And so many kids have lost their lives just based on that. I just pulled up an article on toddlers and guns. Yeah. Um, this is from Fortune magazine. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Toddlers are somehow getting their hands on firearms and the results are fatal. Last year, toddlers, children one, two, or three years of age, were shooting people either themselves or others, at a rate of about one per week. Oh, my God. The Washington Post reports that the pace has since picked up. This was 2016. First five months of 2016, there have been at least 23 reported shootings by toddlers. Those are three years old or less as compared to 18 in the same time period last year. In 18 of those 23 incidents, the children shot themselves, and in half of those cases, they died. Of the remaining five incidents, two of them were fatal. Like, this is insane. We got to get rid of these guns. Oh, my God. I, uh, okay. So much of what we do at Brady is dealing with the aftermath of that, dealing with families, and it never ends. What are the main pillars now of Brady's work? So Brady continues Jim and Sarah's legacy, obviously. We have a bill that is pending in the Senate, like, Far too many bills, honestly, to expand the Brady background check system. We also work on assault weapons bans and other kinds of issues at the federal level through a big policy team that are amazing. And in the states, too. There's a lot of stuff happening in the states right now to allow concealed carry, open carry that we fight and make a difference on. We have a litigation team that has received over $60 million in judgments against gun dealers who violate the law. And ultimately, that we hope will really change the industry. The last thing that is so important is Brady has a legacy through Jim and Sarah, who were gun owners, also Republicans, of reaching out to gun owners. So our End Family Fire campaign is about reaching out directly to gun owners and spreading the message of safe storage of guns. If we can do that, I think we have to really focus on how we transform the conversations each of us have with each other. How do we talk to people who have guns? How do we change the dialogue around that and allow us to get to a common ground? I think for our issue, we are unnecessarily divided. Politics may divide us, but for the most part on the solutions, 
we're aligned. We believe there should be background checks. We believe that people should safely store their guns. We believe that if someone who is dangerous to themselves or others, there should be a way to remove guns temporarily. All of that we agree on. Let's find a way as Americans to talk to each other about that and have people who represent us actually make that happen. This is an unnecessarily divisive issue and it doesn't need to be that way. And that's the legacy of Jim and Sarah. That's why our tagline is take action, not sides. We just want to get to a point where we save lives. That seems like an eminently reasonable and noble goal and something we all should be able to get behind. So there are great people yourself included, doing courageous work, right? I'm sure, you know, you deal with a lot of angry people who think you're trying to take their guns away. Yeah, they're always white men, I'll yeah. just say. Almost every mass shooting, every time it happens, I'm like, oh, I wonder which white guy went out and took out his aggressions on innocent civilians. Women don't shoot people. I've always wondered about that. I don't have the answers to that. I mean, for our focus as an organization, it's all about prevention and understanding better how we can reduce the incidents. Part of that, you're right, is understanding that for the most part, we have this big divide, right, between genders around shootings. Of the 80,000 people, this is yearly, by the way, in America, on average, who are shot and live with those injuries, about two-thirds of those are suicide attempts. White men are also the biggest victims of suicide. That is something I am aware of. So right. the fact is that this ready access to guns for someone who's experiencing depression or a mental health crisis of any kind or who knows, a, a heartbreak, anything, right? The idea that you can just access that and make a rash decision that then it's going to end your life and destroy the lives of the people that love you when all you really need maybe is a freaking hug, right? Or a, yes. a, or a, or a good sh shoulder yeah. to cry on. And so for us, if we are going to solve the epidemic of gun violence as a data-driven organization, when we think about this, we have to think about what's driving that gun violence. We have different categories of gun violence in this country. Suicide is different from homicide, is different from unintentional injury, is different from all other forms of gun violence, including domestic violence. If you think about that in this clinical sense, which is horrible, you do have this over-representation of white men in every category, right? We have to look at these closely and understand what are the reasons people are doing this. And that's why the research around this is so important. But we have not looked at any of the reasons behind the question you're asking for two decades. Congress stopped the Centers for Disease Control from researching any reason behind gun violence or how to solve it for 20 years at the behest of the NRA. And that didn't change until two years ago when Rosa DeLauro from Connecticut, who is on the Appropriation Committee, stopped that. 
You know, it's crazy. You're talking about, Chris, that in the 20 years of not doing this research, we've also lost over 600,000 Americans to gun violence. You know, and we're focusing on the wrong things. We're worried about people coming from overseas to attack us. That's not happening. And then there's these crazy people who are like, oh, I got the gun to protect me for the government. Listen, if the government comes after you, they're coming with planes and tanks. (laughs) Your your pea shooter's not going to do anything. So anyway, we could talk about this all day. It's it's so crazy. And you and I are not going to find much to disagree on. All I know is many of the answers are very straightforward. We need to invest in communities. We need to invest in prevention. We have to have better laws. And we have to find a way with communities that experience everyday gun violence to invest in violence intervention programs that are known to work. And the one thing I'll say about that is, thank goodness Joe Biden is president because he has put $5 billion in the infrastructure program to actually invest in community programs that really focus on how you change the trajectory of a particular person's life so that they are not a victim of gun violence and so that they can be a successful member of our society. That's what we all want, but let's be real. If you are experiencing gun violence as an everyday reality, the idea that you can succeed in our society is false. It will not happen. The average black male in this country has a four years reduced life expectancy compared to their white counterpart due completely to gun violence. You dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Suicides, homicides, accidental injuries, and deaths, mass shootings, you know, I'm I'm reluctant to even offer a statistic on the matter because by the time this is released and eventually listened to, we'll sound like a couple of cave people living in happier times, unaware of the latest tragedy, which of course, we'll spur on a debate in which it seems only one side has the courage to actually face our shared crisis. Let's call it what it is. They'll throw up bad faith arguments, gaslight everyone, tell us that now is not the time to talk about it. And again, they'll run out the shot clock so that the possibilities for personal gun ownership remain virtually limitless. And this would be 
depressing if not for all of us who recognize this as what it is, which is an epidemic, and all of us who are driven to actually do something about it, including, get this, 83% of gun owners who support expanded background checks. So that's 83% of gun owners. So Chris, what is something that we can do? So if you want to know more information about how you can get involved, please go to BradyUnited.org. There's so many different things that you can learn, you can be a part of, you can figure out how to make change. You can always contact me. I am at kbrown at BradyUnited.org. Always feel free to get in touch with me. And the first action here, it may seem hard, but begins with a single step. You have to figure out within your remit what you can do. If you care about gun violence, there are so many different ways to be involved. It could be that you talk to other neighbors. It could be you talk to your family if they're gun owners about safe storage. It could be that you know a gun shop in your area and you want to figure out how they sell guns and want to make sure they sell them securely. It could be that you want to lobby someone at your state legislature around this, you could give $25 and that would help us too. So go to BradyUnited.org. There is no right answer. There is no wrong answer. The only bad thing, if you care about this, is not getting engaged because in the end, this issue relies on all of us lifting our voices and we need you. We really need you. I'm going to take the same steps, um, and I'm glad you told me. You've given me simple (laughs) steps to follow. And, of course, we'll put these in our episode bio as well. All right. So I ask every one of our guests each week, and the question is, if you had a magic wand and you could fix one thing, what would it be? Cynicism, I guess, and hope for something better that we could achieve collectively. That's a good answer. I wasn't expecting that. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a shirt that says "fuck cynicism" and I'm gonna see how that oh, goes. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah, you know, it's no magic wand, but but it'll help. Now, before we go to the closing of our show, I'd like to invite our audience to tune in next week when we'll be speaking with Katie Schaefer, the director of organizing and advocacy at the Center for Community Alternatives. We'll be talking about her work in reforming the countless pitfalls of our carceral system, and now. The closing of our show is called Words of Wisdom, where, first of all, I thank you, Chris Brown, for joining us, and then turn my microphone off, leave my headphones on, kick back in my chair, and just listen to anything else you feel is left to be said. Sure. Well, what I would just say is the thing that's amazing about where we live is activism really makes a difference, and it's hard sometimes, even I feel this way, to understand the power of your voice. But if you lift it, especially with a community of others who care about this, it's not only something that you can make a big difference on, which I promise you can, but also it's uplifting to you personally. And that's so important. We need community, especially with everything that we've experienced with COVID. So please, If you're thinking about things that are important to you, and I know gun violence prevention is one, include it in the things that you're talking about with others, lift it up and think about Brady 
in those conversations and what we can potentially, I hope, provide you to make a difference in your community, in your state, and ultimately in this country. For me, personally, my goal to live in a safer environment where I can go to the movies, you can go to the movies, we can go to concerts, we can walk in our neighborhoods and not be afraid of being shot and not to be trite, but that is the American dream. It is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if you're afraid of being shot, you can't pursue those things. Thank you for listening to Righteous Convictions with Jason Plum. I'd like to thank our production team, Connor Hall, Jeff Clyburn, and Kevin Wardis, with research by Lila Robinson. The music in this production was supplied by three-time Oscar-nominated composer Jay Ralph. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Lava for Good. You can also follow me on TikTok and Instagram at It's Jason Flom. Righteous Convictions with Jason Flom is a production of Lava for Good Podcast in association with Signal Company Number One. dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.